Got me again. All right, welcome. Well, got me again. I've got my uh, the coffee red shirt on today. I see that. And Danny's got pants on today. I, so. Well, <laughs> so again, I got I got accused last week of uh, looking like I didn't have pants on, and it's khaki shorts, but they're very similar to the color of my legs. So we want our sponsors to know yes. that Danny does wear pants. We don't want anybody to pull or pull sponsorship because. I'm not wearing pants because I'm I'm wearing pants. But uh, otherwise, hello and welcome to welcome. the Two by Two podcast. I'm Danny. I'm Harold. And uh, we are from Burlington Baptist Church. And we are brought to you today and always by CrossFit Northern Kentucky, uh, our oldest sponsor. I found out that um, a couple of the guys over there got some got COVID. They didn't get it bad. Yeah. But uh, they, he Andrew, um, my buddy, he's in a camper in his driveway staying away from the oh, family wow. so you wow. know they were kind of separated right. but uh, he said very mild yeah he got very mild symptoms and um uh so they're doing well just kind of everything and then also by kentucky olive it's in their new location new location yes yep. continue to pray for uh tom's son samuel he's uh still recovering from the surgery and uh, making slow progress yep. we want to continue to pray for them also brought to you today by Tattoo Tina's. Yep. The greatest tattoo shop in the history of the world. Yep. Um, owned by the most beautiful tattoo artist in all the all the land. Um, serious archery products and tough head broadheads. Uh, so again, uh, Seth's over in um, Africa with a photographer taking some, and, and a couple people in his shop have caught and have caught okay. COVID. So another one of our sponsors I'm affected. But yeah, yep. the, I think uh, most are doing okay. They have one of the guys that they're, they're kind of concerned about. So we'll pray for them. Okay. And um, Steak and Shake, Steak old and brother shake. Michael Steak and Shake, he was back yep. this week. He's back. I saw him. I didn't get a chance to talk to him, but I saw yep. him and waved to him. Yep. And uh, from all of our friends at Answers in Genesis. Yep. And uh, I got my red shirt on today. They haven't called to sponsor us or anything, but we, we, we could probably work them in. If yeah. They had a big win last night. Joey Vottle got hit number 2,000. Yeah. And he's, he's coming on. It's kind of exciting. Well, it's about time. I, I, I'm Listen, I, lo- I love the Reds. Exciting, it is exciting. Listen, I, I told my brother, we were talking about this, and I said, we are, we are in a post-All-Star uh, break and we're still talking about the Reds yeah. contending. Yeah. That's 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 a gift enough for me. Yeah. To to look at this and go, we're after the All Star break, which is normally when they have fallen apart. Yeah. And they're and they're they're still in, con, in in you know in contention. Yeah. So I'm happy about that. Yep. And we're playing the Cubs this week, so you know the Cubs have lost twelve in a row, and so. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, you just you just detracted from their victories. I know. Well, well yeah. Sorry about that. You, and, you know what I mean. And we're playing them probably by the time this is on, so hopefully we'll win tonight. <laughs> No, no jinx in that. You're, yeah, you anyway. just detracted from the glory of the victory. Should I pray? Yeah, yeah. definitely. Yeah, yeah. Lord, <laughs> bless this time for those battling COVID. We lift them up to you. We pray for our students as they go back to school this week. For our teachers, administrators, all of them. We want them to have a uh, a safe and uh, productive school year. We pray for that. Uh, our country. We pray for our leaders. We pray for all that's going on in Afghanistan. I pray especially for the for those who are innocent, especially the Christians there in Afghanistan, that you protect them. Lord, for uh, Haiti and uh, them dealing with this earthquake, we lift them up to you. There's a lot going on, Lord, uh, all around the world, and we know that uh, you're Almighty God, 
And so we just cast all of our cares upon you, and uh, we pray you would work all this for good. And uh, thank you for your word and the opportunity that we have to just uh, spend some time talking about it today. And we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 So there's a lot going on in the world today, isn't there? Yeah. Got a lot of stuff. A lot of stuff happening. Um, this got me thinking about it while we were praying. Yeah. You know how fired up I get about the Afghanistan stuff, so I won't bring that up. But yeah. Um, first of all, I thought you did a really good job. You you presented a lot of information in this section of this book. Yeah, it was good. It was good for me to. I never preached to Jude, and uh, it was. I mean, there's a lot of stuff in there, but yep. uh, kind of seeing how it fits together, and uh, you know, keep contending for your faith. I think is the sure the message. There's going to be. Some false teachers, and they're going to be scoffers and divisive people and spiritless people, and be aware of that, and uh, and keep contending, keep growing in your faith. And that's a key, and uh, we probably don't talk enough about spiritual disciplines. But uh, I mean, if we're going to contend for our faith, we got to be in the Word. We got to be growing. Right. We can't just you know show up every other Sunday and expect to to grow spiritually, and. Uh, some some do that, and they wonder why they're, you know, they're not growing. One of the one of the things that I thought was interesting, and, and I took a lot of things from this, but like I said, you had a, there was a lot of information in this section of of Joe or, or Jude. You you kind of wrapped it up, but the 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 the, the visual you kind of described of the reef, right? So you look at this water, and I, you know I I like boating, I like fishing. Um, and you look at this water and you go, man, that's a beautiful stretch of water and everything else. And, you, and you're going to run through there. Well, that reef looks good on the surface, but yeah. underneath, you know, just a couple inches, yeah, it's going to tear the lower unit off your motor yeah. when you run through there, or you're going to beat your boat. Right. And you got to be careful of that. And you start, you know, kind of started off with, you know, yeah, there's a dangerous reef just below the surface of the water. Yeah. And, um, what do you think about, I mean, yeah. So, you know, uh, that, that's, the dangerous reefs back in verse 12. Yep. It's just that most of the time, those uh, divisive people, they're kind of under the surface. Right. And uh, they don't come in the front door and say, we're going to try to wreak havoc on yep. you. They're they're just, they're dangerous. Uh, they kind of work behind the scenes. Yep. And uh, we've all probably seen a little bit of that sometimes. And, uh, and I think that, well, I think not just with, with false prophets, but with, there's people in general. Yeah. Who, divisive who people. Look really yeah. good on the surface, but, you know, there's just not much meat yeah. underneath. Yeah. 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 And so we, we need to be on the lookout for them. And, uh, you know, shepherds who only look after themselves, uh, waterless clouds, they sometimes they have a big talk, but they, you know, they don't really produce anything. And then this week they're, they're worldly and not having the spirit and uh divisive mm -hmm. and so uh, you know whatever was going on with jude i mean he, he wanted to talk about the gospel and all of a sudden there's these people staring up some stuff mm -hmm. and uh he's just saying you better be on the lookout for them you ought to stand guard and uh we spent a little bit of extra time talking about uh cre those who create divisions mm -hmm. and uh, just kind of wanted to put a warning out there that uh you know the enemy doesn't like to see the church grow and uh, so we we've got to be extra on guard. I think it's important too. With our our church seems to be, you, you know, kind of growing. Yeah, and, and it's not growing. Uh, it's growing from people who are outside of who normally went here. They're starting to show up, and then they're yeah. becoming important members of the church. And and a lot of them are getting active, which yeah. is awesome. Sure. Uh, but those are the times when 
the little bitty problems that you run into yeah. become giant problems because devil doesn't want that. Yeah. He doesn't want that good stretch to keep going. That's yeah. that's bad news for him. Yeah, and right. and and then you add in all the the worldly disagreements out there. I mean, the mask now and, mm-hmm. and the vaccines now, and and again, we got. And in any given church, you got people who have different opinions, different political affiliations, and 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 yet we're united in Christ, and that's okay for us to have different of opinions, if if we realize we're family, right? And you know, I, I mean, you disagree on some things, I'm sure, mm-hmm. but you know, we we love each other, and we yeah. can, we can have conversations and not you know get, get yeah. upset about everything, and yeah, I mean, I don't, you know, I don't really understand why someone's opinion about something would would make someone not like them yeah right yeah and and again seeing the church as a family right because i'm sure you 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 can have honest conversations with your family and and heated ones even yeah and they leave and you're you still love them well you know and and you say you kind of say that my daughter piper put something on facebook the other day about you know i wish people would just wear masks and blah 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 and, and not make this political right so I, I I didn't do it on on Facebook, but I told her online. I was like, yeah, us, the people that don't want to wear masks and don't want to get vaccinated, they feel the exact same way. Yeah, you do about that, except for just the you know the, the opposite end of that. And you, I don't think you think about that all the time. Yeah. What what kind of you look at it makes sense to you doesn't make sense. And I'm not, I'm using that as an example yeah. just because that happened recently. But something that makes sense to you or you're you know the experiences you had lead to your decisions, yeah. right? When sure. it comes outside of you know what's written in here. Yeah. But yeah, I can't imagine you would meet people at the barbershop all the time that don't exactly share the same opinion as you. That means I don't. That doesn't mean I don't like that person. Yeah, yeah. But I'll argue with anybody. You, yeah. you know what I mean? But that doesn't mean I don't like them. Sure, yeah. sure. And I, and think that's the key is mm-hmm. is we're going to see things differently, but that's okay. We're family, right. and right. some of those things aren't that important. They're okay to have conversations about, but uh, we we don't want to lose our witness or you know be bitter mm-hmm. and uh, and so just being on guard against the schemes of the enemy that would divide us and uh and i mentioned something that uh that i've heard in churches is you know the well i used to know everybody here and, yeah. and now i don't know half the people here and uh if your church is growing that that's just going to happen yeah, well and that's a good you're a thing. lot nicer than me yeah, because I'm like, well, go introduce yourself to those people and yeah. find out who they are, yeah. what they got going on. And, well, and sometimes know. I do say, oh, you, you ought to get to know people in your family. Sure. And 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 I know that COVID's, you know, made that a little bit harder. Yeah. You know, we not, you know, we haven't had a potluck. We right. haven't had some extracurricular stuff. And the Wednesday night meals we couldn't do, and yeah. you know, some of that stuff where you really kind of sit with somebody and kind of get to know who they are and things like that, yeah. which is pretty cool. But you want the church to grow, and right. so there's people you 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 don't know as well as you do. I mean, it's really well, and, and on the same note, it's interesting for you and I because if that if if we come in on a eight thirty service, oh yeah, and it was full of people we didn't know, me and you would be tickled. Yeah, We'd be like look at all these look at all these people. We gotta get you know, figure out how to talk to them. you know some of these people, connect with some of these people. Um, but for for other people, it's like, well, what's what's happening to this? Yeah, <laughs> this yeah. isn't how it always used to be. Yeah, but. Uh, so we want yeah. we want to grow, mm-hmm. uh, and that that's part of it. And I mean, we want to know people too. But, yeah. Uh, hopefully, we don't get so inward focused that. And, and this church has been good about that. I, I mean, I'm I wasn't trying to say this church is, doesn't welcome people. They do. Yeah. We just had to be careful. Sure. That we don't get in that little groove that says I, I remember the when. Well, I think. <laughs> yeah, and then I think too, is it, how do you grow? 
I think I was listening to Andy Stanley. I think it was when we went to, not the Orange Conference, but the one that he had up in uh, Cincinnati that Kevin Jones and I went to, where he said, how do you, how does it, a church growth look that's healthy, responsible yeah. church growth, yeah. right? I think that's important, as a, sure. you know, especially as a leader to go, okay, yeah. how, how can we be as responsible as possible with this growth? Yeah. Where do these people need to get plugged in? Where do they, you know, how do we yeah. not yeah. just bring them in here and they go, okay, you're in. And and that kind of thing. One of the things that I've tried to do uh, is just keep my eyes open to who God's bringing and yep. saying, if God brings them here, he, he's he got a purpose for them. And it, oh, yeah. th- they're not a threat. They're a, they're a gift. Sure. And, uh, you know, Brother Michael, he's, you know, he's already teaching yeah. a class. And, of course, Brandon. And, <laughs> yeah. and you know, he, he gives certain people. And that's just, th- those are just teaching. But there's a ton. I mean, Sarah and Amy, they come and now they're right. readers and right. helping with activities. Yeah, they're always doing something, those yeah. two. They kind of are always, I'll see them have a Wednesday night thing. They're just kind of yeah. running around watching kids or yeah. corralling kids up and things and like, like that. Nick, Nick, he's going to be on the counting. So oh. you, you want to see people as gifts from God that, that he brings to kind of fill some voids. And, and again, if, if we're not careful, we might see them as a threat uh, or we can see them as a gift. Right. And if we see them as a gift and we, Try to say, well, how's how are they gifted? Sure. And how can we? How can we? Can we? Yeah. And not that, you know, we try to take a new member and, and immediately give them a job, but we begin to start looking to see sure. how we can plug them in. And yep. uh, one lady that recently joined, I mean, she was talking about Sunday. I like to help with meals and stuff, and I'm like, well, awesome because yeah, we, we, we like to eat. Yeah, yep. <laughs> plug you in there. So, uh, so, but just doing that, and then a little bit about growing, and uh, you know. You gotta be in the word, praying in the Holy Spirit, mm-hmm. keeping yourselves in the love of God, waiting for the Lord to come back. And then then just I think a key is while you're doing all that, you you're rescuing people from yeah. from hell. Snatching them out of the fire. Yeah. That's 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 like exactly it. what right. we're doing. Yeah. You know, they're yeah. they're on a broad road that leads to destruction. And I and I so I mentioned Sunday that people love it when the preacher talks about hell. Or our church does, and yeah. most of the churches I've been in, they're like, "Oh wow, you need to talk about hell." Yeah, but you, you need to live like it; it's real, right? And that means you got to be warning your neighbors. And you, you, it's one thing for me to talk about it, but it's one thing for us to live with right. the urgency that people are going there, and we've got to, you know, we've got the the remedy, the the gospel, and so. Uh, it's kind of a fine line. I mean, you, you know, we've we've talked about it on here before. Where I, you know, when I was a younger. Uh, a younger man at a long the, time ago. Uh, yeah. Same, it's getting longer every day, but um, you know, I can remember the, the kind of the fire and brimstone. We had a revival one time when I was a little bitty kid. Yeah. And this, this guy was, I mean, he'd yeah. spent about five minutes introducing something and then five, you know, the rest of the time was fire and brimstone. And it was like, you know, even as a little kid, I'm like, well, that's f- frightening. Yeah. You know, you don't want to frighten somebody and it's, you know, whatever, but, but, it is very realistic. Yeah. There's a place. You, no one's going to die and and just cease to exist. Yeah. You're either yeah. going to be with Jesus or you're going to hell. Yeah. And yeah. you know, and that's a very real kind of conversation. And I mean when you when you break it down, I don't I don't want to go there. I yeah. I definitely, you know, I'm yeah. I'm happy that I'm going up here. Yeah. So you, you know, I've heard lots of people say, you know, if you could just go if you could just take your church on a a two minute field trip to hell it would change you know it would start telling everybody yeah you'd be yeah. like oh my goodness we want you to know about jesus because yeah. he's came this place to is terrible for your sins and yeah. 
but I mean, we got the word of God and we got parables like Lazarus. And, mm-hmm. and uh, I mean, he's like, send somebody to my brothers. Uh, this is awful. I don't want them to come here. Right. And, uh, and, and so just, you know, go with mercy. I mean, we, we've enjoyed the Lord's mercy. Mm-hmm. Extend that to others. Urgency, because this is a fire and this picture of snatching them out. Uh, and that's really that, that's a good picture of of what the gospel does is uh, snatches people from the fire and uh, gives them eternal life. Uh, hating even the garments defiled by flesh, I mean, we we hate sin, but we we want to reach the sinners. Right. And uh, I mean, I think we all understand that. Uh, Jesus certainly did. Yeah, he didn't hang out with many. Nice people. Yeah. Oh, if, you know, I say nice. I mean, they may, they may have been polite, but, you yeah. know, as far as like society would look at those people and go, I mean, they constantly looked at him and went, look at this guy hanging yeah. out with these scumbags and, yeah. you know, there's tax collectors and prostitutes. And, we were talking Sunday about Zacchaeus. You know, he's a chief tax collector. Right. I mean, he's doubly hated. Right. And uh, he meets Jesus and, and he's going to. He's going to repay fourfold, and I mean, he changes life, and Jesus mm. will change the lives of of those, and so. Yeah, the uh, it's actually the first recorded small man's syndrome. Chief yeah. tax collecting little guy had to climb in that tree, but climb the tree. But yeah, I mean, you know everything that you've preached on, and I mean, I get it, you know, because we're going in gospel to every home and everything else is is it's all about getting out of your comfort zone and sharing the gospel with somebody yeah doing it somehow yeah you know trying to yeah and 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 i think it works right yeah i mean we can see that yeah that i don't know how many connections that we've made uh outside of the church with gospel at every home are starting to come to church yeah but that might not be it maybe they just go well, I should get back in church. Yeah, I didn't go to Burlington Baptist, but I went to this church. And, and really, me. really, the key is, uh, you know, Sandy McDonough. I was talking to her. We she went out the first time we had it, and uh, and she said Sunday she goes, you know, I, since then I, it's not that hard to do that. And so I did. I, I've got the materials now for my neighborhood. Right. And that's really the key is for people to understand this, this yep. isn't hard. Mm-mm. Uh, and it's, I think it's really effective if you are able to invite your neighbors, if if you've been a good neighbor. Uh, but again, I think one of the areas where you got to push the hardest as a pastor in a church is to get people to do gospel conversations. Right. And uh, sometimes people think you're mad at them or you're pushing them too hard. And 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 so you you get a verse like you know rescue them out of snatch them out of <laughs> them mean, out of the fire. You, you got to push there and. And some people, they, you know, they, they're all for everything except I don't want to do it. Well, we've got a whole lot of acceptance going on in our culture, right? Yeah. And, and, and I'm not trying to be a smart aleck, but, but everything's just kind of accepted. Like this person's going to go do what they're going to do and I'm going to take care of me. And it, yeah. It, so, so, I mean, you hear that from every single aspect other than church, but I heard something this week and I, I can't believe I didn't tell you this when, when I've talked to you before, but uh, it was during a podcast I was listening to. And he said, how often do you meet somebody within the first two or three minutes of having a conversation? Just to say you're, you're at a ball game, whatever. They know where you live, yeah, what you do for a, work, for a living. Of course, for, with me, it's a little bit different because I'm like, I'm a barber and a worship pastor. And then I meet, oh, what church? Right? So yeah. I mean, that's a little bit different. But if you identify as a Christian, they might leave that conversation. They know more about you than most people. But, you, but the most important thing about you, you didn't even tell them. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. And and so, uh, you know, I used a statistic that 95% of Christians haven't shared their faith. That's and, crazy. Um, you oh, when know, you said that, I was like, I, I, it's crazy. Yeah. And, and again, I, I think 20 years ago, man, I want to beat you with a whip with that, but I want to help people. Right. I mean, we, we want, we again, we'd love to turn that upside down. I, you know, 50%. If 50% yeah. are sharing their... I was listening to a Johnny Hunt podcast this yep. morning on evangelism and uh, 15,000 Southern Baptist churches last year that reported didn't have a single baptism. And they said the number could be closer to 22,000 because a ton of them don't, don't report. Right. I mean, I guess you got no baptism. You probably don't want to send a report. But right. if you take 22,000 out of 47,000 churches and they don't have a single baptism, and I'm not saying that those, I'm not great at math, but that's almost half. Yeah, yeah. I, and I'm not saying those they don't have faithful pastors and all that. But if you're sharing the gospel, you're going to see somebody get saved right. every now and then. Right. And so there's a lot of in the churches we can get comfortable so quick. Yeah. And if we don't, as the leaders, if we don't push, man, shame on us if we yeah. just kind of go with. Oh man, I'm just I'm loving my people. Yeah, and I, well, and I mean, there's you have to do that, right? Yeah, you, you have to love on your people, especially you as as a senior yeah. pastor. You've got to, you've got to pastor your flock. Yeah, uh, but you've also got to equip people to get out there and share the gospel. Yeah. You got to equip, and you got to. I mean, in this area, you got to just push, and you got to push <laughs> regularly because uh, you just got to if you want to be a faithful shepherd. You you got to push a little bit. Well, and I'll tell you, I'll tell you this, you know. I guess maybe we've talked about this before, you know, I'll get, I get a little, not embarrassed, but, but kind of a little bit embarrassed, I guess. Sometimes when, when people, I'll meet people from other churches and people that I, that I know, you know, I saw a guy at the coffee shop, um, when I was running last, last Tuesday, when I was running Tina out some coffee and, uh, I, I saw him in there, he was working on something. He had all this stuff open and he works at one of the churches and I was like, man, how you doing? And he's like, pretty good. And he goes, you know, I hadn't seen him in a while. He used to come in the barbershop and, and, um, I asked him, I was like, you know, you guys doing okay? He's like, yeah, man, how'd y'all come out of COVID? And I was like, great. You know, I mean, we're, we're, we've got tons of people coming back. We've got new people coming in. I mean, like we're extremely blessed, right? So it's almost embarrassing. Cause they're like, yeah, we're, our, our people aren't coming back yet. And we're still trying to figure out a way to get people back in. And, and you feel pretty bad. And I bring that up because that entire time you still pushed, about going out and sharing your faith. Yeah. There's still ways to do it. You can get online and you can share your faith. If you're watching us at home and you run into your neighbor at the store, share, you know, yeah. that kind of thing. And I think that push, and again, I don't think it's anything that we physically did. Yeah. We just continued to try to stay on course of what we thought God wanted us to do. Yeah. Even through a time where yeah. you're, I, we're singing and you're preaching to nobody. Yeah, you know, and, and I in think, the, in the, so this morning I was listening, uh, Lou Giglio was on Gary Newhoff, but he was just talking about just testimonies that they'd heard during COVID of people who never went to church, but but heard the, the gospel right. online, yeah. maybe. And and so God used all that. Well, we've had a couple, right? A couple of people that found us online and, they, and yeah. they've come to church. And yeah. Is that how you say his name, Giglio? I always say Giglio. Oh, I don't Is know. that right? I just assumed I had it right, but I, I might not. Well, I'm going to go with what you, I'm going to say Giglio from now on. Louis Giglio. Hey, he's a good guy. Yeah. Hey, uh, what about doxology? You want to sing it? Yeah. Oh, I mean, I can. Praise God from whom all blessings flow. Praise him, all creatures here below. 
Praise Him above ye heavenly host. Praise Father, Son, and Holy Ghost. Amen. Hey, I can hear the phone ringing now. <laughs> yeah. That's good. Well, I, like th- well, I mean, if you... If you went to Bellevue Baptist Church and you didn't know that song, you were yeah. really not paying attention. Yeah. We you used know, to sing it every week as well. I remember my dad, oh, three-piece suit. You, she'd hit that, boom, cue it up. Yeah. Get ready to, yeah. Ready, ready to get it. I, and I like it. Yeah. I, you know, I like it. So, it's short to the point. That's not a bad tradition. You know? No, it isn't. So Jude ends this letter with just... Uh, to the only God, our Savior, through Jesus Christ the Lord, be... Glory and majesty, power and dominion for yep. before all time and now and forever. So he ends with this. Oh yeah, the doxa is, is glory. It's doxology. He just ends with praise, mm-hmm. and uh, it's a good good way to to end. And so we got to sing the doxology couple th- couple, couple times. times. Yeah, yeah, yeah it was good. It was we good. Uh, yeah, it was it's good. Um, you know that's, I mean, in that what four lines, five lines. Yeah. Got pretty much everything you need. Yeah. In there. Glory, majesty, power, and authority. And so, you know, it's just a reminder that with all that's going on in the world, that that God has dominion and he's able to work it for good. And and we we don't always even know how he does all that, but uh, he he is nothing's too big for him. Nothing's outside of his control. And and so praise the Lord for that, that we can bring it all to him and say, Lord, this... Afghanistan's in a mess, and, mm-hmm. and Haiti's in a mess, and COVID picking up. Lord, uh, get rid of this virus. Well, I mean, we should be praying that, yep. and He could, and He's got a purpose for it if it's still around. And, oh. and uh, I, we, we we discussed this a couple of times. I think it's a while back. And somebody had asked me specifically on Facebook, "Hey, do you think this is God's plague?" And I said, "Well, I don't necessarily know that." I mean, of course, he he's sovereign, yeah. so he, he he could have allowed it. Yeah. But I said I, I I don't necessarily think from what you from what you know and who knows who knows what you know, yeah. right? But it seems like somebody altered it or manufactured it or or changed it enough to make it extremely uh, kind of contagious and 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 affect people quickly. Yeah. But. Do I think that he could ultimately use absolutely? Yeah. I mean, do I don't think this is necessarily revelation type stuff that we're talking, but yeah, because if that's the case, whenever a couple of things start, he's going to have to pack a lot of things into like a week. Yeah. yeah. But uh, but no, I think that he can use it, and he can use it for good. And, I don't know how he's going to do it, but that's I'm not God, so I don't have to. Well, and you know, as his people, we we should be drawn to to prayer. And you know, so I mentioned this morning about healthcare workers. You know that this has been a long time that they've been dealing with this, and and now you know some of you know requirements for them to be vaccine vaccinated, and and just dealing with sickness. And, mm-hmm. So we want to pray for them. For yeah, sure. I, well, I mean, I mean, think about that. And again, this this is just strictly it's it's very hard to put yourself into a position, right? And I'm not going to say one way or the other. But of course, most people that watch this probably know how I feel about it. But that's a decision. I mean, that's a, a life affecting decision. Whether you're going to take this thing that you don't want to take, or you're going to lose your job, right? Yeah. yeah. And, and and it's like you know, my sister in law is, and she has. She's been extremely quiet about this the whole time. She hasn't said 
one way or the other. She she's basically like me. Take it if you want to take it. Don't take it if you don't want to take it. You know, wear your mask. Don't wear your mask. Whatever you want to do. Whatever your decision is personally for you, that's what you should do. Well, you know, she's like, I don't. I'm freaking out. You know, <laughs> what I'm going to do because I didn't want to take this thing, but I certainly don't want to lose my job. Sure. You, know, you know, and I get and that's a that's a tough place. You know, I'll I'll look at at my life and go, man, I'm I'm a barber. And my, my wife's a tattoo artist, and we, we're our own bosses, technically. And if I don't want to take it, I don't have to take it. No one's really forcing me to do these things. I know the consequences if I don't, and you know, whatever. But, I, you know, it's just, you know, it's very interesting to me that, that it's come to this, especially after sticking them in the healthcare yeah. department for the past year and a half and then being around it all the time. And then going, well, now you guys got to yeah. <laughs> do yeah. this. But um, either way, uh, pray for them. Pray for um the, the people of Afghanistan, again, you know, I have probably a differing opinion about some things than, than a lot of people would, you know, being, and I wasn't in Afghanistan, I was in the first Iraq war. Yeah. But from being in the military, kind of look at this thing and go, you know, I, I felt like with a presence of the U.S., the United States over there, even though you hear about all the terrible things that happened and you hear about these people coming back that had an IED underneath their, you know, sure. underneath their Humvee, which is terrible. I felt like the terrorists were at least, it was a lot harder for them to funnel money and do things where they wanted to do it, right? So this, you know, that now we've got a new, it's kind of a new thing to see what's going to happen. Um, I, most importantly, the people over there who are going to, that aren't, they're just regular folks. Yeah, a lot of people hiding. You know what I mean? Just yeah. regular folks. Well, these Taliban come in and, and you know, you just, Go, man, that's yeah. you know, I'm pretty lucky. I woke up this morning, I worked out, I didn't have to worry about somebody yeah. coming in my house and threatening my kids. Life changed you know, for yeah. some people in absolutely in a couple of days, didn't it? Yeah. yeah. It, so. You know, so you know, again, without getting too too deep into that, I just really hope you know, I hope that that uh, that, that situation somehow turns for good. Of course the yeah. any of those places around Israel is always very interesting. Yeah. To kind of watch. Yeah. But so some things going on. We got uh, yeah. Labor Day is coming up, and then we get to start a bunch of kids stuff and yeah. a bunch of classes. We got grief shared, divorce care, men's studies, women's. Uh, uh, we're that. sitting in a meeting this morning, and we're talking about classrooms for all these small groups. And I th- and you know I'm kind of a I'm kind of a, a devil's advocate sometimes, but I'm thinking to myself, what an awesome problem to have that we don't have enough classrooms to put yeah. all of our small groups in. Like this is that's an amazing problem to have. Yeah, sure. You know. Um, but we will get classrooms for everybody, and all the groups yep. will meet. And then we've got the kids rock coming coming back. We're trying to get the the Wednesday night meals sorted back out. Mm-hmm. Um, Upward evaluations next Saturday, the twenty eighth. Yep. Revival the 29th through the September first. We'd love for you to come out for that. It'll be six thirty each night, and uh, potluck on the 29th. Brother Ray Woody will be here for the revival, and I'm really excited about spending a few days with Brother Ray. He's a good guy from down in Glasgow. Mm-hmm. Um. What else is going on? September the 12th, we're going to have outside, outside service. Outside service, yeah. Um, yeah. That's the day after. Yeah. <laughs> so, because I'm really good at planning things, that's the day after I'm running that, that trail race, the big long one. So 30 miles. I'm going to have to have, I mean, I, what I figure is I'm going to have just somebody just prop me up. Put Danny on your prayer list. <laughs> so, you know, I, I, I said, I, you know, we didn't get, to, I mean, that's, we didn't do a big thing for, the uh, September 11th. It's just the 20th anniversary. And again, you know how I, I get kind of pumped up about those kind of things. 
But I thought, you know what? I've never run 30 miles before. I mean, I've run 30 miles, just not all at once. Yeah. And I thought those people did a lot of really, really hard things 20 years ago on that day. And, and there was people that didn't sleep and they were crawling around buildings and, and doing this. So I can, so I can make a sacrifice in remembrance of those, of, of that yeah. sacrifice for them. So hopefully I, I make it through the race. Yeah. Finishing is my, I'm not going to win anything. Yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to finish. That'll be a, an accomplishment itself. Yeah. When I get done, I'm going to tell, I will tell my brother who's, my brother was overjoyed to go down with me. And I was laughing because I thought I'd have to talk him into it. I was like, hey, man, I need to ride September 11th back from from Rome, Georgia, which is very north part of Georgia. And he goes, well, why? And I said, well, I'm going to run a 50K trail run, and I don't want to drive myself back because I've got to come back for service the next day. And he goes, oh, I'm in. Uh-huh. That's awesome. <laughs> I said, well, you were pretty excited about it. He goes, oh, I want the exclusive video to you when you get done with that race. Oh. And I said, oh, well. That'd be tough. But uh, no, other than that, I mean – we got just our small group it was awesome. We're in the middle of Acts now. We uh, we just uh, got done with like chapter ten. Yeah, it's going really good. Good discussions in the good. book of Acts good. that we're having in there. So if anybody's looking for a small group, we've got one, or we'll find one for you. Yep, Gospel to Every Home this Saturday, ten thirty. If you want to come out and go with us to invite people to and give them some gospel materials, we'd love to have you. Aunt Faye's all fired up still. She's doing an awesome job. Yep. She got on. She had Uncle Blaine over at the table this this week. I was oh, laughing. Yeah, yeah. he's over there with her. So, but um, anything else? Sounds good. Pray for us, brother. I will do it. Lord, we thank you so much for this time, and thank you for just the message that we got from the book of of Jude. And and Lord, we just uh, it's a book that I don't know if if I've really kind of gone through a bunch. It's short, and uh, Lord, there's so much stuff in there. We thank you so much for that. We thank you for how applicable it is to what we have going on in our church today, Lord, and and in our lives today. And we thank you for that. And Lord, we just continue to ask uh, blessings and and healing on all those people that we have that are going through cancer treatments or finding out um, results of tests or, or with Samuel, Samuel and his, his surgery and, and, and kind of recovering from that. Lord, we just ask you to come into each of those situations and, and heal. And uh, Lord, heal our country. Uh, help, help those folks in Afghanistan, all the folks in Afghanistan, get that kind of sorted out, Lord, and hope that, and we know that you can do something with that. And we, again, thank you for that. And Lord, we just um, ultimately thank you for your son, Jesus, and the ability to tell people what he did for us. It's in his name we pray. Amen. Amen. Good job, man. Good job, brother.